This is statewide news from Alaska Public Media. I'm Michael Finelli. Governor Mike Dunleavy announced a $10.5 billion budget for the next fiscal year yesterday. The spending plan includes a full permanent fund dividend, but relies on savings to fill a deficit estimated to reach nearly $1 billion. The budget covers fiscal year 2025, which runs from July 2024 through the following June. The Republican governor's plan offers a starting point for negotiations with lawmakers as they craft the state's final budget during next year's legislative session. The biggest single expense would be $2.3 billion for permanent fund dividends. Dunleavy said the amount was in line with a 1980s-era law outlining a formula for the PFD. Again, the reason for that is it's in statute. Uh, I swear to uphold the Constitution, the statutes of the state of Alaska. We understand that the courts ruled years ago that the uh, legislature uh, may change that, so we look forward to that discussion. Senate President Gary Stevens said he was concerned the governor's proposal to issue roughly $3,300 per person permanent fund dividends would draw too heavily on savings. The Kodiak Republican says he expects the deficit to come in close to $1.5 billion once everything is all said and done. That is just too much to draw out. You know, we have to have some monies there. If things uh, uh, go to hell in the handbasket, say in the oil industry, you know, we've got to have enough money to run government. So uh, that's simply too much to take out of the uh, constitutional budget reserve. A spokesperson for Republican House Speaker Kathy Tilton of Wasilla declined an interview request, saying her caucus is still working through the budget. And Governor Dunleavy issued a disaster declaration for the coastal village of Quinnahawk on Wednesday. An extended power outage left many in that village of around 1,000 people without power for five days in freezing temperatures. Jeremy Zedek is a spokesperson for the state's Office of Emergency Management. He says the state is communicating with the city and native village governments, as well as charitable organizations like the Red Cross. We'll work with the city to look at damages to homes. Red Cross also has expertise on assessing damages. Tracy Pleasant is Quinnahawk's city administrator. She says that the city has the water treatment plant operational again, but many of the pipes around the community are still frozen. Even though heat is back, technicians still have to restart heat trace lines, which warm up the water in the pipes. From the last I heard, there were 69 homes that were frozen, and we're still getting updates. Pleasant says as of yesterday, four homes still didn't have power. This is Alaska Public Media.